Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Morning, everyone. How are we doing today? Hope you are doing well. Looks like we gapped up this morning in the stock market again. Uh, I got to tell you, I don't get it. I'm glad I called that yesterday. Right? As you remember yesterday, I think we were up like 700 points or something when I recorded the daily uh, recording. Glad I, uh, glad I sort of said, I don't believe it um, because it just didn't make sense. So again, I don't know really what's going on. It it uh, it's got to be machines. It's got to be algorithms. I can't imagine that the average investor is having a huge appetite for what's going on. Uh, but when I look at the news, this is, you know, we're starting to at least have the business data trickle in, right? A lot of this last couple of weeks have been the unemployment numbers. We're talking about a peak in infections and deaths, and, and all of those things lead to the other side, which we've been talking about for a while. But now I think we're in for a 30 to 45-day window where the business news is bad. And for me, that's, as funny as it sounds, actually good news. Because we have to be honest with ourselves. We have to be honest with what's happened. Right now, a lot of businesses have simply said, hey, I'm withdrawing guidance, which frankly is not helpful. It's, it's cowardly. It's the easy answer. And it doesn't really help project how bad things are. But again, once we start getting there, we can get through it. And I'm encouraged. It sounds weird, right? I'm encouraged by the bad news starting. Because I know that once we get through it, once we recognize it, we can adapt and move forward. So um, again, like I do every day, spent an hour reading and have some notes for you. So first off, again, we're a real estate channel, right? One rental at a time is my thing. Uh, So the first thing I'm talking about is mortgage applications. These are a weekly number published every Wednesday. And as I've been telling you, I expected mortgage apps to fall. What I didn't expect to fall was refi. Refinances also fell. So that's kind of a double whack. Uh, So real quick, uh, refinancing week on week fell 19%. Um, Some of that's because of interest rate rise. Some of that's just, you know, just just can't get it done, right? States, big big states are in stay-at-home orders and the like. Uh, But here's the one. Purchases dropped 12% week on week and 33% year-on-year. That's a big deal. Because these applications are really future contracts, so we should all be paying attention to this. And I've been telling you what's going to happen. It's, it's, I just think it's funny. When you look at your market every day for nearly 20 years, you can start to see it coming, and you can start to adapt and, and sort of see what's happening elsewhere. The, that's it's not a gift it's something i've worked for but learning my market is what has allowed me to be out in front of all these things right if you followed our story we got out of single family homes near the peak in 08 or 07 uh we went all in and bought as many as we could in 10 2010 and then we sold apartments last year right at the right time and it's because i watch my market and 
I wish more people would appreciate the hard work it takes to do that. But if you learn your market, you can make really good decisions. And if you need help with how to do that, look below. There's a link to it. It explains exactly what I do. So again, purchases are down 12% future contracts, but three states, three states made up the big hit. And they're the states you would think. California, down 47.5%. Say that again. California, per, uh, mortgage applications to purchase, down 47.5%. New York, down 55.4%. 55.4%. Washington State, down 59.9%. Let's just call it what it is. That's a 50% drop in states that have significant cases. And that's going to ripple through. And you should look at other states because what you need to think about here with that data I just gave you is, okay, when did those states, California, New York, Washington, really get impacted? Let's assume it's three weeks ago. When did my state or my business or my market get on lockdown? Fast forward three weeks, and this is what's coming to your area. Again, based on the data. Just wild. I, I can't imagine California. 47.5% drop in mortgage applications to purchase. Wow, that's huge. All right, next up. McDonald's, same store sales, probably to be expected, right? Down 22%, uh, predominantly just drive through is open now, I would assume. Uh, again, I wouldn't know. I haven't been out of my house, but that's what I would assume. But again, this is the business data that we need so we can get through this, right? So McDonald's is down 22%. Uh, it looks like there's big talk around signing a bill this Thursday, so tomorrow and Friday, uh, to get more money to small businesses. Apparently, that PPP... And the idle loans have been oversubscribed. And near as I can tell, while there's been lots of confusion and system issues, uh, it is being thought of as a, I've actually heard many people say it's the best thing to come out of Congress in a long time. So good for them. I haven't looked at it in detail. It doesn't impact our business. Um, but yeah, it looks like we're, we're attacking the problem, right? We've helped people, the citizens, and now we're helping small businesses. Uh, also, there's increasing talk about a second check coming out, right? This is the 1200 and 500. Uh, this was initially pushed by Nancy Pelosi, rightly so. Uh, and I believe I saw uh, Mr. Mr. Trump talk about it yesterday. Uh, I shouldn't say talk about it. I read that he talked about it, right? So I didn't see I didn't see it, but I read that he talked about another check being very likely. So good. I think that needs to happen. Frankly, I'm on record weeks ago saying checks should come out every every month that we're in a national emergency and just stop this going back to Congress time and time again. Don't know if you saw this, but China has officially opened Wuhan, uh, which is interesting. Um, but you got to remember, it took two months, and essentially they were under military orders to stay home, right? That That's some serious stuff that we just couldn't imagine in the U.S. But there's a couple of things. I think it's pretty obvious now that we can't trust them. Uh, their numbers are manipulated, lied, fake, whatever you want to call it. So I'm not sure why we believe that they've opened Wuhan. Yes, I've seen pictures, but 
how easy is it to get, you know, a courtyard somewhere and snap some photos? I just don't know why we believe them. They're not our friends. And, you know, maybe they'll be our friends later, but they're certainly not our friends. They want to be the most powerful country on the planet. And they are, they are playing that game. They are, they are using this uh, thing uh, to potentially, you know, leapfrog the U.S. as the most powerful country. And that would be, that'd be a horrific outcome. And that's what we're playing for here. Uh, if you're not confused yet, it, it's coming. That will become obvious. I do not see the relationship between the U.S. and China getting stronger because of this. Yeah, sure, we'll ship supplies here and there to, for a photo op, but uh, we're not friends. At least that's my opinion. Uh, Tesla, I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, they have now furloughed uh, all non-essential workers. Uh, they are slashing employee bases, which has to come. More companies are going to do this. VPs and above, 30%. Directors, 20 and everybody else, 10 Kind of spread the pain. Good for them. Uh, but if you're in the Tesla stock, you have to start asking yourself how many people are canceling orders. Uh, I live in the Silicon Valley, and I believe the technology industry is about to suffer massive layoffs. Startups are about to suffer massive layoffs. They're, I've been telling you, right? Pipelines are dead. And um, it is, it's a real problem. I don't know how Tesla can stay where it is when they're, when they're slashing purchase contracts. And it's, you know, who needs a $100,000 car, right? So we'll see. Um, go back to a question from a week ago about Tesla higher or lower and you know, I'm kind of glad I took the lower. Uh, looks like we're the high end or unsecured. Uh, good morning. Uh, unsecured market is is really functioning. Uh, there's a company called Landry's, uh, which is a restaurant and casino company who, before this crisis, was cash flowing $750 million a month. Now it's zero. Can you imagine running into a brick wall like that? Wow. But what they've done is they've just gone out to the market looking to raise unsecured debt. Uh, they are playing LIBOR plus 12%. That's like hard money loans in real estate. Uh, so their average is going to be 13 to 14%. They're looking for $250 million. It is oversubscribed. They have a billion dollars lined up at that rate. Um, so the high-yield market is working. Uh you know, they, and the other important thing is before this crisis, Landry could borrow at 4%. But now because we shut off um, casinos and restaurants, now they got to pay 14 But people are betting that they'll survive. It's a good operator. Um, and they're raising $300 million basically to get to the end of the year. If They're basically saying, hey, we need $300 million to get to the end of the year, assuming zero customers. That's where the $300 million came from. So... Uh, people are betting on them. I think more and more businesses are going to do this. It is go there will be a lots of companies paying double-digit interest rates. Uh, so again, why one of the reason hedge funds are not funding real estate anymore, which used to be you know hard money was 10, 12 percent, they can go to the high-end debt market and get that now. Uh, so you want to talk about why some real estate loans aren't available anymore, and it really turned off two weeks ago. It's because they can place more debt quickly into a known operator and get higher returns in many cases. Plus they can get, uh, you know, stock conversions and things of that nature. So, um, again, I do not expect the non-traditional real estate market to come back. Why would it? Why would it? If I can go to Landry's and get 14%, why would I do a hard money loan? I mean, think about it, right? 
just doesn't make sense. Uh, another thing we've got to watch is Sweden. I talked a little bit about it yesterday, the day before. Sweden, as of right now, uh, is going for the herd immunity approach. Uh, they're basically keeping restaurants and shopping centers up. They have they have some rules around, um, I think it's 500 people can't be together. So no concerts or sporting matches, things of that nature. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they hold because they've just started to see an uptick in deaths. Uh, so we'll see if their leadership can hold out through what will likely be a pretty stressful time. But it'll be interesting. It's it's you know I've seen lots of calls for the herd immunity. So we have a real test case. We we all should be paying attention to Sweden. Uh, they have done some things like take their elderly and people at risk and kind of quarantine them separately, which means remove them from their family. Right? They are going somewhere else because that's the issue. Right? If you lock everybody down like Italy and Spain and you have multi-generations, the kids get, you know, n- you know, nerve-wracking. They go out, they bring it back, and it kills grandma. I mean, that's what happens. So it looks like Sweden is taking those folks out and going elsewhere, maybe into a hotel, who knows. Uh, but it's a good idea, right? So it'll be interesting to watch. So in the end, um, more bad business news has to happen. Uh, more... Silicon Valley-based startups will have layoffs. It is about to get messy, but we have to get through this, right? I, you know, I suffered through this after 9-11. I was at a small tech company that had already fought our S-1 to go public. Uh, 9-11 happened. Um, Our pipeline dried up, just like I told you. It's going to dry up at others. Uh, We missed a quarter. Our IPO dreams flew out the window. Uh, we laid off 30 or 40% of the employees and we were sold nine months later. That's going to happen. That's the business cycle. Uh, I can't believe stocks are trading where they are when I fully expect the S&P earnings power to be cut significantly. I expect P.E. ratios to be cut. And frankly, I expect more money to go into the high-end debt market. If you can get 14% at Landry's, why would you own stock? Why? Why? Right, so uh, I expect more money to go into the bond market uh, as this uh, as this high yield debt uh, really proves that it can work, uh, and it's going to be interesting. So that's what I got for you today. I got uh, Anna Kelly here in a little bit to do our Wednesday interviews, and uh, you have a wonderful day. All right, take care. Bye.